everybody, and welcome to Encore at the House of Mario. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and today I've got a very special episode. I'm joined by two very good friends of mine, Buddy Watson and Paul James. Boys, how, how are we going today? Pretty good. I uh, can't help uh, but every time I hear the House of Mario's theme music, but uh, carry on and, and it gets you every time, right? Mario things and bop along. So, uh, yeah, it always puts me in a happy, happy place. That's good. Well, one day I might really uh, throw off your game. I might put just some real somber, depressing music, and you're just really expecting that pick me up, but you don't get it, and that just ruins your day. I don't know why yeah, I'd want to do that, but it could happen. Instead <laughs> of the drop part some where my chemical romance on us out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of the part where Mario goes, here we go. It's just like some like screamer, like. Wah. Mm, I've been listening to a lot of that today, actually, just screamer. Actually, and my chemical romance. For some reason, Apple Music's like. Just like, you know, this this band's still relevant. Listen to listen to them. <laughs> that's right. Maybe you wore eyeliner today. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. It, it could sense it. <laughs> yeah, my eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah, I took um, took it from my wife and she's like, where's my eyeliner? I'm like, under my eyes. Can't you see? <laughs> I'm going for a phase. Can't you see my pain? <laughs> <laughs> no, she can just feel it. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so guys i brought you here just because you know pax is a week away it's the friday before the event and it's uh it's been three years since we've been to pax and i'm very excited and i just kind of wanted to you know group you guys together just to just to talk about some pax memories pax australia and you know what we're looking forward to next weekend apart from Apart from beers, I think that's the, the main thing. Just catching up. Yeah, I think it's we're, we're there for beers and then to mm. play some video games from time to time as well, right? Yeah, I think so. And I, so. I guess, Paul, you've already had a few beers over the last week or so because, you know, the Cats with oh, the, winning yeah. the grand final. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? Get, the, get this scarf out. And get around. Just anyway. soaked in alcohol. He's He probably woke up in a bush the next next day or something. I wish. That, that siren went, I got about an hour to enjoy it and then I had to cruise home to be a dad again. Mm. All right, back to real world responsibilities. Yeah. No, well, a man can a man can dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even. I'm it's not like even. They that, win when they're a few years older. Yeah, I'm not even that big a football fan, but that um, that ending was like you know, just just a thrashing. <laughs> he must be pretty proud. Uh, Look, I, I can appreciate the fact that it was not a good spectacle whatsoever. Mm. But mine was the team winning, so I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Cutthroat every time. Yeah, I, I really enjoy um, coming across, uh, you know, depressed Swans fans. I don't know why. That's, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to going back to work. You've got a, you got a few co-workers there. Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's a couple staff members. There's only one or two. And then the kids that have chirped you, the students that have chirped you over the course of the year. <laughs> yeah, you get to, especially some of those Collingwood supporters. Oh. I can't wait to see some of you guys. It's gonna be great. No, you not don't. to give you an education, just to teach you a lot about football. Yeah, well, you need to give hey, them a bit of an education. Not much good at it. Mm. I mean, if you're doing your job right, they might not be Hollywood supporters. They might be. Yeah, a lot of mine still have all their teeth, so I might just have to do something about that to make them at least fit the stereotype a bit better, right? Yeah, give them some Coca-Cola's. They'll be uh, out in no time. Every time I come on this show, I talk. I find myself in a conversation that could endanger my career. This is not good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't harass From the kids. Punching Paul. students in the face to um, fan fiction that's really dirty. Like this is this is bad news. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking you've been at your job a little bit too long. I thought I'd better bring you on just to encourage Lose some it. poor behaviour. Yeah. Bring out the worst of me. Yeah. It's a bit unfair. Like I haven't asked Buddy any questions yet that will get him. I'm just enjoying job. this. I'm just enjoying it. Let's letting Paul just you know. Hey, hey, buddy. Have you been shopping at Sanity lately? 
like, been buying your CDs? <laughs> you should have said, have you been shopping at EB? Well, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't pay overpriced the video game prices. I shop at other places that sell them more reasonable prices. So, nicely done. Yeah, well, that that is hundred percent true as well. He's, that's just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Like you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, some PAX Australia because I think like I can't even remember when I started going, but I've been going for years. Buddy, how, how long have you been going to PAX? Because it's such a special event here in Australia. So, because um, I know in the states they've got like some choices depending on what part of the the country um, they live in so they can go to the closest yep. one but for us it's all all in melbourne because there's nothing else on the other side of australia so <laughs> it's just on the yeah. on the east coast birth. yeah sucked wow. in birth yeah uh i think it was 2016 so i started review culture podcast um rip memories um january 2016 so i think i went to pax that year and um i'd become friends with a few um another podcast robots and skateboards i miss those guys they're awesome and um basically went to melbourne my wife and i we love melbourne we like to go there on holidays quite often we end up getting married in melbourne in 2017 and having our wedding down there we don't have any family friends we just decided to do a wedding away because um of numerous reasons much cheaper much better place get more for what you pay for and just love melbourne as a whole but 2016 we went down Yeah, I was going to move down here at the start of 2020. Um, lucky, lucky that didn't happen mm. when the world fell apart. But yeah, so 2016, I think it was first time. And I'd kind of, with with podcasting, um, reached out to a few people. They've reached out to me like via Instagram, of all things, like messaging. I don't think I really had a big Twitter presence then or was on it actively or all that kind of stuff. So I kind of made friends over my Instagram posts and podcasts through that. So I went down 2016. Uh, first show, I was on holidays with Kim. She went with her friends to do other things during the day while I went to PAX and I hung out with these, I guess, people that I'd met over the internet and I listened to their podcast, they listened to mine. And uh, it sounds kind of a little bit absurd back then or maybe um, that, that idea of like, oh, I'm going to meet complete strangers, but I feel like I know them already. Whereas you flash forward now to 2022, it's like, you know, majority of my friends are probably interstate or people that I would I, I would call friends if I you know I live closer to <clears throat> maybe you guys are a lot a lot of other people maybe maybe I'd hang out in real life more maybe we'd be real life friends that kind of thing so um it's absurd to think about back then when I did it but now it's like an everyday occurrence right so my first packs was that going with those guys robots on skateboards and yeah just just soaking it all in and and and, and meeting other people as well so yeah it's fantastic it's cool vibe what about you Paul yeah I was there from the very first one was that 13 12 or 13 at the showground yeah at the showgrounds yeah all the way back at the showgrounds and i guess like that's always been a luxury for me because it's always basically just been in my backyard so Mm. uh there was never the commute there was never the the interstate cost any of those sorts of things so i was able to just cruise over each day and that's something that still hasn't changed i'll jump in the car and drive over every single day so um yeah i still remember you know going there for things like at the very beginning we had like gearbox would roll in and they were doing borderland stuff and this was kind of peak borderlands fandom for for most people but certainly for myself at that time and so i'd lose my mind over that they'd have like i think something that pax was pax australia sorry specifically was doing a better job of back then than they are now is bringing over some of those international guests over it's now obviously COVID's had a bit to do with it in recent years and we've had a pretty cool keynote speaker get announced for mm. pax australia 2022 but beyond that 
I think that's that's an area where things have kind of waned in recent years. Um, but that, I mean, that's always been the thing that's kind of had me most excited from the early days. Is okay, who can I who can I learn from? Like, I don't, I can't make games, but I love the idea of like learning about how they've done it. I guess that maybe doesn't surprise me at all that I now run a game dev podcast. Yeah, it's exactly that. But um, yeah, that was kind of the genesis of the whole thing. And yeah, again, I kind of had mates locally, so we kind of would party out and go together. And then since, yeah, similar to Buddy, I guess, kind of meeting people online and such as the both of, both of yourselves and then kind of the networks that have formed from that, it's kind of added this extra layer in recent years where it's more about the social and getting to catch up with people and even, yeah, casting an eye to, to next week when we go to PAX. It's, yeah, sure, like playing the games will be cool, but I'm really keen to just catch up with friends, especially when you add the, the COVID circumstance and the fact that it's been since 2019 that we're able to do this. Hmm. Yeah, it's so unfortunate that, well, obviously COVID, of course it's unfortunate. but Goddamn just, COVID costing me my packs. Yeah, but just like think about two years of uh, like the memories we could have had there, let alone everything else, but just just, just that those two weekends each year, um, let alone everything else. But yeah, no, um, I'm very excited about packs this year, but I can't even remember how long I've been going to um, PAX Australia because I think... I was out of high. I was out of high school, but I think um, it must have been after my friends had their leap year, not a gap year, from um, and they moved to Adelaide. And I remember that they uh, they come down to Adelaide, they come to my town, and then they jumped in my car, and we went to PAX and stayed in this apartment complex. And it was like a nine hour drive for them and a four hour drive for me. And they're in the back seat of my Hilux, and they they're bouncing on the roads, and they're complaining about it's uncomfortable. I'm like. I've never been in the backseat of my own car, mate. I've got no idea what it's like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was just blown away. You know, old country boy coming to Melbourne. Like, wow, look at that. That's a big PlayStation sign. Wow. <laughs> Xbox, oh, they got a big sign too. Not quite as big, not as many letters. Look at how many stories that house has. Mate, that's a skyscraper. <laughs> There's 60 of them. <laughs> that's a big, who lives there, mum? <laughs> that's an office building, son. Oh, what are they doing there? They work. Oh, that's not a panic. You don't work in, <laughs> in a building, do you? What are all these cars doing? Stopped. It's called traffic. Oh, crazy! Yeah, crazy concept, you know. Um, but yeah, I can it was... imagine the big puppy dog eyes now as you're casting your eye looking over. <clears> it. Mm, yeah, but um, like the only sort of game convention I've been to prior to that was Avcon in Adelaide, and that's a video game and anime convention. And it started from very humble beginnings, and it's become pretty big now. But compared to PAX, it's um, you know pretty small in scale. And even to yeah. the point that, that I was actually at PAX, I ran into like the organizer of Avcon at PAX at the bar. And he like he was asking me all these questions, like basically asking me, comparing it to PAX. I'm like, oh, well, PAX is pretty fair bit better. I don't know. It's also down to my taste too, because I, I just love yeah. like the gaming focus rather than like it's very much anime um, at Avcon. But um, ever since then, I haven't, haven't missed a year. It's been a lot of fun and um, always going there and meeting friends and whatever. And the first couple of years, I didn't really meet anyone new there. But since doing the podcast and, you know, knowing you guys and, um, you know, meeting people, I've been sort of a, a lot more out there because I was with a friend and he was in sort of the gaming industry, Seamus Mullins. And I was sort yep. of like, I was tagging along with him and, you know, he's, he's trying to network and, you know, try and get a job. And I'm just there and they're like, so what do you do, mate? I'm like... Uh, this is before the podcast as well. I'm like, oh, I'm, just, I'm a farmer. And like, oh, like video games. They're expecting like, you know, I'm talking to like the guy who's <coughs> in charge of marketing at EA. He's like, yeah, what do you do, mate? <laughs> I don't do shit, mate. <laughs> I'm just, I'm here to play some games and uh, have a beer. 
and that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty much it. I didn't have anything to plug at the time. But yeah, that they were sort of like really eye-opening experiences, like just really, just really different compared to. I think uh, you know what I expect to hear. If I go out like to the pub or something here, I, I don't have like, hey, do you play video games? And they're probably like, yeah, but they're they're pretty nerdy. <laughs> it's like it's just just that instant connection. How you can go anywhere and just have a conversation with someone. Unless they're into, you know, silly games, you know, just uh, really dumb ones, you know. <laughs> like Call of Duty. Yeah, like the most popular game in the world. Yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, ever since going, uh, it's been a lot of fun and doing the podcast and doing all that stuff and so, like seeing the Nintendo booth, the PlayStation booth and all the indie games. The indie games are, I think, the, the highlight just seeing how uh, all the developers there are just so keen and excited to see people playing their game. And I could only imagine after all that hard work being on the show floor, after getting all the marketing and the signs and the demos ready, you could only imagine the, the stress these guys are feeling. Um, and it's it's awesome to see. So there's just so much good stuff to pack. That's, that's only like the, I guess, the, the tail end of it. You've got like all the board games and the collectibles on the other side, which I sort of walk through and go, oh, yeah, I could spend some money here, but best not. I could also not. <laughs> yeah. You move on. It sounds like you're exactly the same as me in that respect. Yeah. Like the, the last year, I was like, there was, a, um, there was an EB Games sort of kiosk there. I'm like, oh, switch lights, 30 bucks off. I might get one. So I did. I'm like, what was that? Yeah, I remember you got that. Yeah. And, you know, fair enough. I bought like... A couple more. You switch have like ten switches now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, how many do I have? I got, I got two. I got like, I got five. There we go. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I got another one coming too. <laughs> oh, I got shit. the, I got the Pokemon <laughs> one uh, pre-ordered. Just, just because. Oh you know. yeah, right. Yeah. On that one. Yep. Not just another vanilla one. That might be a bit weird. I did almost buy a, uh, an, a like a launch day switch because I traded mine in for, um, the the uh, the Mario Red one. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So I was looking on Marketplace and I, I messaged the uh, the chick selling it saying, oh, can you send me the serial number just so I could check that it's a you know a switch that I could hack pretty much? And she didn't reply to me. I'm like, actually, that comes off a bit creepy asking for the serial number. Yeah. <laughs> this random person selling the switch. I'm like, why the fuck do you want my serial number? Well, I've got a reason, but I, I can understand. Nefarious reasons, but... That's just going to confuse you even more as well. So I'm yeah, she's like, "Why do you want that?" It's like, yeah, nefarious reasons. Just type that back. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's actually it tells me your IP address, and then I can sliver in through the modem <laughs> and just come out of it like a like the blob. One mile, man. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what I'm also really excited about is just I'm going to get uh, get to packs on, on the. On the Friday, so I'm gonna miss out on one day, which I don't usually do. But this year, I was I was very reluctant, being like, "All right, you know, with COVID and that, maybe miss a year." Um, but the peer pressure, well, not even the peer pressure, just uh, the, the whole beers. thing of yeah, the the, the beers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want Melbourne beers. I want the I want to ask for a pint and get a a big pint. I don't want to have to go to a bar around here and say, "Can I please have an imperial pint?" I just want to ask for a pint and get the big boy. So the trip and to Melbourne was on double what it, you really should. Yeah, yeah, that's the th- that's the thing here. Like in South Australia, like we just we need to make our pints bigger. The Victorians got it right, and I, I I've heard it so many times as as a barman. The Victorians come over to our little coastal town, so I can have a pint. Get out our pint. Like, that's not a pint. Like, it is a fucking pint. And 
it just uh, it goes on. You know, I've, I heard that literally a thousand times. But so I'm not familiar with the size of the, the pints in <laughs> South Australia. So what, what, I didn't what even know this was a thing. What the hell is this? Yeah, oh, what, yeah. is, what, oh, what is the comparison? Sorry, I just realised I'm talking to a Queenslander and a Victorian. And right. A Victorian. Yes, really has better beer than you. Hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's all the glasses. It's the glasses. Nothing to do with the beer. It sounds yeah. like a, no. It sounds like it's goes both. In. I mean, it sounds like it's both. All, all, all the beers they can't much get made the glasses right. Anyway. Can they get the beer itself right? Probably not. No, not really. No. West End went out of business, <laughs> and Super Dry is okay. Um, yeah, but so if um, if you ask for, <laughs> international listeners, like what the hell is going on here? But if you ask for a a, a pint in South Australia, you get your schooner, which I forgot how many mil that is. Oh. Yeah right. Yeah, three something because uh, three seventy five. I think pot, pots. No, nah, pots three seventy five. Yeah. I so think. so a pot is our schooner. But I, I don't yeah, like okay. I don't like the and name pot. What's, what's, Why is it a pot? What's, what and what's a what's a pint? Is pipe five hundred or four seventy three? Five hundred. Damn it! I don't know. Yeah, I've forgotten. It's been it's been I, a, it's been over a year since I've been a barman. <laughs> it's got... a real pint or a pint or a Drew pint. Yeah, Drew Pint. Yeah. Is that what you want to call it? A Drew Pint for use a schooner. There you go. You can call it a Drew Pint. <laughs> I want you to ask uh, your barman that next time. I want a Drew Pint. Four hundred seventy-three. Doing the same thing. There you go. Yeah, Four hundred seventy. Yeah. yeah, I knew that was a um a pint. Four seventy-three. Because it's also the size of um the the biggest can of Red Bull. That four seventy-three. That's why it's etched oh. in my memory for some reason. Yeah. Okay. That much Red Bull such a, sounds such like a, a death wish. Holy crap! I would be. It is. My heart would terrible. be. Up in my throat. <laughs> I think if I had one of them. Yeah. No, that's a young man's game now. I'm out of the uh, Red Bull and Vodkas. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that is a date. I have a... Because um, I, I don't mind the, the mother energy drink. So mm. when I have when I have that, I've got to have it at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Otherwise, I'm not sleeping. Like, <laughs> like, for, I need 12 plus hours for this thing to burn its way out. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. I used to live on them during high school, but, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old man now. I'm an old man. I'm 28. Jesus, got, got the cane coming out soon. After, after borrow one of you, you boys. Get don't, yeah, don't don't trip on the way out, or you might never get up. I've, yeah. I've got I've got dual canes. I'm dual wielding. Just <laughs> uh, to say, you've got a walking frame, right? No, no. As I get older, like I'll get the middle piece and you attach it. It's like a transformer. You get one. You start oh, out with one cane when yeah, you get to okay. 28. Then when you get a little bit older, you get two canes, and then as you get older than that, and you get the connector piece. It's like, yeah. Jeez. It's like okay. buying one of those magazines where you put the model together, but you can only buy said magazine when you get to a certain age. Yeah, I can get around that. Yep. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're following along, buddy. We, we get it. Yeah, 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 yeah good, good idea, mate. I'm yeah. not seeing yeah. <laughs> So I guess as well, like, Paul, you have um, a bit of a different experience maybe going to PAX as well, like on the media side of things for Player 2. Were you ever going just as a consumer, like buying your ticket and going? Yeah, first, first oh, three or four years, I would say, were all purely. Yep. It was only about 2016 when I was properly part of the Player Two Fold and we were getting the, the media pass at that point. So, yeah, certainly probably the first three years at least was all with the unwashed. <laughs> I mean, that's not nice possible. It's all right. Um, no, it's. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, so, and like it, I think it gives you. I think all of that stuff gives you a greater appreciation for for the experience as well. Um, there is a degree of privilege that comes with that. Even that, as small as it might seem, and sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating on the on the day, but like that one hour early access that you can get as media on the Friday and the fact that you can 
unimpeded runoff to a couple of those big triple A's that you know are going to be packed for the rest of the day. Not that probably any of them will be there this year, but um, like that's that's a really handy thing to have in the back pocket because then you can dedicate your time to to the little guys who are desperate for a bit of attention. Um, and again, I mean that in the nicest way possible. They're but like they're they're mm. begging for someone to come over play the game. Hopefully, have something that they can then write up or record in video form or whatever the case happens to be, and it gives you more time to do that. So that that one hour is like gold, um, mm, and I think it then pays off for yeah the smaller developers afterwards because you can give more of yourself to them later on. Yeah, like when when Bryce and I had the privilege of um, getting a media pass, like we went straight to Nintendo and you know, played Smash and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, Twenty nineteen. I spent 2018, actually. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, because Smash was 18, <laughs> so yeah, 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 that'd be right. Yeah, so, and and luckily we did because we would have been there most of the day to play Smash. Like, Smash, mm. Smash's lineup was just insane. And then we were able to, like, record a podcast straight after and do our thing there. So it definitely was handy. But, like, for you going around, like, all the booths, it would be, like, quite a i guess a challenge like how, how do you guys tackle your, your like your coverage as far as like packs goes because you can imagine something like i don't know e3 or whatever was like oh this is all new stuff everyone wants that wants to hear about it but typically when like uh stuff comes to packs i guess like a lot of the the outlets that are like you know doing the written word might have already you know had hands on at events like tokyo game show and gamescom and e3 you know obviously back in the day yeah um I mean, for us as an outlet, we really, for want, for want of a better phrase, hadn't really hit the the big time or gotten a lot of that sort of level of access until till the pandemic's really hit. So we actually haven't, in terms of the PAX experience, we haven't had that yet. Um, and again, I think with the nature of this year and a lot of the big guys not showing up, I think it'll remain largely the same for us as well. But so, so I know maybe come 2023, if if the Nintendos and Playstations and Xboxes all come back and some of the other big third parties as well, maybe that'll look a bit different because, yeah, maybe you might have had an opportunity to play a, play a demo in advance. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't say that I've necessarily experienced that too much yet. Even when we go there in the past, it was a case of myself and, and anyone else from the team that was going, but even the on the editorial level, we'd have a chat beforehand and go, okay, here's what here's what there is. We know we know what's there because you know PR blasts or whatever the cases have come, have come out. It's like I'll take this, you take this, I'll take this, you know, and you kind of get a little list and you try and knock out as many of them as possible. And it's just the strategic sort of okay, where, where do I want to start? Because I know that's going to be the one that's going to be the worst later on. And what's the one that I can maybe end with as the crowd comes pouring in? So I think about 2019 where I ran around and I tried out Final Fantasy VII remake in the in the that first hour because I knew that was going to get crazy. I jumped and tried out Avengers. Not that I knew what that was going to ultimately, well, kind of half felt like I knew what the game was going to end up being, mm. but still it was it was going to be an in-demand title. Uh, I ran over Nintendo because they had uh, Luigi's Mansion at the time, so I went and tried that out. And then I think there was something else along the way, but I can't think of what it was. But then I ended with, okay, I know Hol- like Hollow Knight's here, Silk Song's here, so let me go try this out, which is still crazy that Silk Song still isn't out. <laughs> and it was PAX 2019. But mm. um, so I made sure like that was the one that, I could, I wouldn't be as concerned about like I'd get better opportunities later if I missed my shot during that mm-hmm. one hour, but that was that was a safe one for me to end on. I did so as as the the doors opened and the floodgates cracked open, people started started pouring in. I was busy playing Silk Song. Yeah, Silk Song had such look, a. I'm playing Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it had such a massive lineup, like because I think Nintendo had a really good year that year. Yeah, they they had so many of those banger games at their 
at their booth and even like Hollow Knight <laughs> had a line because you could get a you could get a pin for like playing certain games. People Untitled just Goose Game. Was one of them. I, I, I yeah. don't even know if that was the same year with Untitled Goose Game, but it might have um, been. Yeah, if it was, then you're right. It was a bit of a banger year, and if it wasn't, then it kind of just shows how big yeah, Nintendo Goose Game was, was that year. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. The lineup for that was so crazy. People just wanted the pin, and obviously, just you know, the type <laughs> of the game it was and the absurdity of it, and then when it released, it blew up. So yeah, it was awesome. Hmm. Look at this. What have you got there? Oh, you've got, you got the pin there. Nice. Oh, got the in the draw right there. We may as well clear this one to me for the rest of the episode now. But, yeah, that was that was from that that packs. Finish the demo. Here you go. Take a pin. I'm like, I assume I've still got it because I, I just put all my uh, pins and that on my, like, lanyard, I guess. And I, I think I've oh, got yeah. it hanging up in the in the cupboard somewhere. And it's just like this just rattly just mess of a, of a, <laughs> of a thing I've got going on. Because, uh, yeah, people go nuts for the badges because people collect them and trade mm. them and share them and try and each each packs go and actually like collect them all and i think i'll go nuts trying to do that and if you want like exclusive exclusive ones from packs in the states and around the world it's uh i gotta imagine it could get quite pricey but it's a bit like pokemon cards or anything you're into oh meth, yeah meth yeah you know, we've got to collect something meth <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you buddy um I can't remember. Did you uh, get any like media passes or anything when you're doing? Um... Yeah. So um, Brennan hooked me up with one when um during eight bit, and then also Dash hooked me up with one one year as well. So yeah. there's a couple of packs now that I've been um we've had a media pass. Um, be quite thankful for that as well. Mm. Um, probably less pressure on my side getting it through eight bit or with Dash because. You know, we don't do written any content. It's really just audio stuff that we did or video stuff at the time. So um, my main priority was just like, all right, well, audio technical booths there. We're going to do a podcast. I have to source guests. We're going to obviously talk about the experience, talk about the packs and record it um, live on the stage floor, right? So that was always my priority. Do that. No pressure to really consume stuff in a particular order. But that media hour, like you said, Paul, is um, super, super important. At least like, you know, if there's like one or two things that I really want to do, um, then I can go do that. And then it's like no pressure to like line up in lines if they're huge or something, or I can just miss out on stuff or I can just cruise around the Indies, like you said, which I really think is the highlight. So um, from that perspective, it can come a little easier, but um, I think maybe two or three years now, Ryan, our good friend Ryan from the Pop Cultures, he does like a video tour mm-hmm. in that one hour where he's like, hey, this is Ryan from Pop Cultures, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's like a, a showroom walkthrough, like this is this booth, this is that booth. And I think... It, two or three of those I've actually been in with him just at the time. So it's almost like a little kind of tradition. Mm, um, it's good fun. Ac- accidental tradition. And obviously people, you know, we know like there and they come into the video and say, Oh, there's so-and-so from son. And, and yeah, so I've been in a few of those. So that that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. And then um, other times I've also been in other videos and content. So uh, a few of them for Ryan and then a few with um, Explosion Network as well. Uh, so I've done their like day roundups at the end where we kind of, what we enjoyed that day and what we experienced. I've done a couple of them, the ones with pop culture. So like I said, doing the, the showroom floor walk and then also doing other ones. Like we met Ryan and I played the Metal Gear Solid board game, which is not coming out now, but um, we played that at the time. I think that was the last packs we went to 2019. So we got to speak about that and we did a little video on that. So Ryan's like, yeah, yeah, we played this game. You want to do that? So um, the stuff I do, I kind of just fall into really. And uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> there's no really stress or anxiety for me to be there. I'm definitely there for the social aspect. Um, 
if I, you know, if someone says to me, like, if someone comes to me and goes, oh, can you, you know, check this out so you can talk about it into a video or can you help me or jump in or anything like that or stuff like that or, you know, jump in this pod or whatever, I'm, I'm always open for that. So I'm always open to, you know, and I, I think a lot of people know that, like, oh, I, I just need someone else to be in here so they can ask me the right questions so I can deliver in the video or deliver in the thing. So I'm always open to do that stuff and happy to do so. Um yeah, it's kind of no no real pressure for me. But as far as like from Paul's perspective as well, like I've definitely seen some other outlets and speaking to my friends from other outlets like before, like, all right, this is our content plan. X is going to go here. You want to go there. We're going to write these articles, going to do this thing or record these videos. So I've definitely seen it in action with a few different different places. Um, so yeah, it's definitely value with the media hour and then at least coming up with a plan of like what you're going to do and what get execute. So I guess it's like, pretty similar to you drew like your your priorities like all right let's get in do the nintendo we're going to record our podcast release to our listeners it's going to be ready on the day you could literally you know, go out and it's recorded it's done and then you know other stuff so mm. yep and i remember when you were going around with um ryan doing the uh, the show floor video and uh, it's funny because what, what i was waiting in the line for pokemon sword and shield and i just get a tap on the shoulder I'm like, oh hello and it's, it's you and ryan and then i like i rewatch the video and i see it happen on the video too just like <laughs> what, what, what it was like from his perspective sneaking up on me it's like it's really yeah. it's really weird but Look yeah at this no, clown he doesn't know we're coming yeah. so, I think max, so i think max max is going this year so um yeah. him and ryan are going to be in the video so um i don't know if they have someone filming it so maybe i'll jump in and be the cameraman mm. for them this time yeah, uh, could be good fun. What, what we should do is yeah. we should just, just have this big squad just going around the show floor, just like we all join him. He's got this entourage behind him. <laughs> pop culturous, pop culturous. We're just chanting in the video, just making a mess of ourselves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no pod- podcast recording for me this year. Um, there's no kind of pressure to really do anything. Uh, there's only really one kind of game that I know, like that I know exists, that I want to be there um so i don't what yeah uh aw the game was oh, yeah, at okay. Ga- gamescom it was a tgs i think as well and i'm hoping that if those were at those two events that it will also be here too but um yeah i don't know it's like once again it's like a more of a s- social aspect for me and i don't say that like oh i can't wait to get see all these people and get drunk and, ha- and go crazy like there could be no alcohol involved <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, i'm just yeah. i'm just happy that after two years of not being able to see people that i talk to sometimes daily sometimes multiple times a day um and then you know sometimes it's just people that i speak to less frequently but they're someone that i go to for guidance or they're confident or someone that understands this side of stuff doing you know, creating content or doing any of that stuff and i say that as someone who's kind of like on a semi-hiatus but i also have been in this scene in as well like yeah. yeah i'm probably doing more streaming now than um podcasting but um yeah, it's just kind of, I guess, that shared interest and that kind of shared experience and kind of knowing this scene, right? Like uh, sometimes I just, some of my friends in real life, I can't, I can talk to them about stuff like this, but they may not get it as much as whatever, like, you know, what you guys Anyone do, else who's lived it as well. Anyone else that's lived yeah. it or doing it. So um, I think that's comes down to community and like feeling a part of something, right? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, I, I had a conversation the other day with um, a couple of guys that just a hundred would hundred percent understand what what I was like going through, and yeah, they they helped me a lot because I don't know anyone else who who could have related even a little bit. <laughs> like if I went, if I went to my mum and she's like, "All right, I, I really want to help you," 
like she, yeah, she wouldn't be able to relate to what it's like, you know, putting yourself out there on a podcast and talking about video games and doing the dumb shit we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely important. And that, like, yeah, like we said, PAX is just on a on a massive scale where we can where we can go and just uh, cling a beer with anyone. And I make it sound like I'm a big alcoholic. I really don't drink that much, honestly. But it's, you it's, say that, but, um, yeah, but we, we've I seen think, you sitting there playing Switch and getting pissed at co-op. I think you'll do yeah, the same thing this year. I think, yeah, yeah. Bryce, you and Bryce beat me in Mario Party. I'm still pissed at that. Need revenge. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've definitely been like that in the past, like saying like, oh, social alcoholics, and it just like. People must think I just go there drink alcohol, but it's, <laughs> once again, like it's just the social thing to see everyone and mm. kind of, yeah, just see everyone, and, and it's almost like a big exhale or a big release of like, oh, hey guys, how you going? Because when you when I first started going, it was like I didn't really know anyone, or sometimes you know people on the internet or interact with people via social medias, and you listen to their content or read their reviews or do all that kind of stuff, and you kind of like it, but you don't really know how that's going to go in person. And there's a certain anxiety like, oh, I'm going to meet Drew for the first time. Well, I I like Drew's on podcast, but yeah. and I talk to him, like message him, but like, <laughs> am I going to, like, am I going to be able to hold a conversation in person? Is it going to be like, there's always that like, yeah, maybe, yeah. That's just, maybe that's just my personality as well, like being, you know, a bit socially awkward or at having like anxiety and self-doubt and all that stuff but um there's always that eh. like i know like the first time i met dylan plight who from the explosion network um i felt like oh do we just have an interaction that felt like a bit cold like maybe it was just us meeting in person because maybe we we're a bit like anxious together like but now we like talk every day and now we'd see each other like hey what's going on you know it's like we've known each other for years that that kind of vibe so um the more packs i've been to now i guess the more relaxed you are you're seeing people that you know and you've seen in past previous years so even now i'm like way more comfortable going now than what i would have been in the past and having certain like oh i'm gonna have that interaction with that person and you know is it going to be the same as just like right now a message or so and, and obviously i'm going to meet new people now um this year but i guess there's a certain kind of like safety blanket of, of people i can kind of fall back on to like who, who i you know are my friends or you know, all that kind of stuff so yeah. help me ryan just let me do a, sh- a show <laughs> walk with you right <laughs> nah, mate, I'll, be, I'll be i'll be behind the camera this time uh, yeah because like you know you're having a conversation with me and i'm just talking you're like Wait a minute! I can I can respond. This isn't just a pre-recorded <laughs> audio show. I can I can we can have a back and forth. That's crazy. Because um, yeah, there was a let's. I'll go on. No, go for it. Oh, sorry. I, I was just gonna say I was talking to some guys on on Discord, and I listened to their podcasts, and um, I'm just sitting there listening. I'm like, this feels really weird because I can actually go like, hello, <laughs> and I can get something back. Uh, but that wasn't real life. But yeah, sorry, Paul, for cutting you off. Uh, I just wanted to address the the alcohol part that uh, was discussed before, and the fact that it's not that important. Um, well, it's not a major part. Now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this out loud because I don't know how it's going to come through my mic. But I do have some fantastic audio. Oh, I, Drew, I know I know that you're aware okay. of this. Sorry, buddy, you're safe here. It's nothing to do oh. with you. You're, you're good. Uh, I believe it was 2019 when. If you uh, if you, you send it to me, I can a, play it on the show through the Bluetooth. You, oh, it'll take me a while to find it. I think. Oh, okay. Um, Too easy. Because you were staying, I think you had a family member's place or something. That you were staying at just it was. I, I dropped you back after co-op mm. or something that one particular night. You and Bryce were something else. That you like <laughs> everything was kind of video game related. Like it, there was Pokemon that you were making up on the spot based on 
<laughs> God knows what. And I, I, yeah, I don't know where I'll find it. Yeah, because I, I think I, um, I think you mentioned something like doing a drunk podcast, and we just started like pretending to like do a real sarcastic. You guys just start recording it. <laughs> oh, we didn't record it. Well, it wasn't but- even that. Like they're in the back seat of my car, do uh, like just talking shit, and I just stealthily turned my uh, turned my camera uh, like recording on and just sat the phone down on my uh, on the dash of my car yeah, and recorded the whole thing. Some... release that episode paul release the episode they they recorded that they didn't think was getting recorded oh, at some point oh, you sent it to I, me because I, I, I i've i found it have you oh no if you uh I'll... if you get it to me i'll try and i'll get it i'll get it up <laughs> i'll put it on the show buddy can listen to it God. oh dear yeah so Oh, files got bigger than 25 meg. Okay, I'll do it oh, differently. Yeah. That's all right. I'll sort it out in the meantime. All right. Keep going and I'll find this I'll find this for you. Yeah, no, it's too easy. So I guess uh, let's talk a bit about PAX this year because honestly, my focus is like seeing you guys and having fun. I, I actually don't know much about PAX. Um, I'm not going as the media or anything this year, so I'm just going to have some fun. And there's no Nintendo booth apparently, which I'm... Yeah, I'm scratching my head a bit about. Paul Paul might know more about it than I do because I haven't checked it out. But are Xbox and PlayStation there? No. No, none of the big um, none of the, the big guys. The PlayStation one I'm really curious about simply because and today like I, I weirdly caught wind of it, like that Shuhei Yoshida was coming down through a Twitter exchange I had with him a couple of weeks back where he said, Yeah, I'll see you there. And I don't think oh, right. that was public knowledge. <laughs> and so so then today when uh, and so I instantly started talking to PlayStation, like, "Hey, I need to interview this guy, please. No one else clearly knows about this yet. Please make it happen. Nothing's confirmed yet, so we'll see what happens. Mm, please, but, um, please talk to Paul. Please, please, mm. please give me a dev diary. Be a dream. But anyway, mm. uh, setting all that aside, um, so I wasn't I wasn't surprised when his name popped up today as being the keynote speaker for uh, for PAX 2022. But yeah, I don't know if that's then meant to represent that there is some very, very small PlayStation presence. Like maybe they're going the old E3 model and like we've got a hotel room here that you can come in and try this XYZ out, but we're not forking out those ridiculous dolls for the show floor that they're asking for this year. Like, um, yeah, I'm not really sure what that's meant to represent. Shuhei could just be there because his thing is the indie scene and there's mm. indies for him to check out. So he's literally mm. there on business but got roped in to be the co- keynote speaker when no one, literally no other... Um, big name from overseas is kind of rolled in for PAX this year. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I, there is one exception who I've nabbed, but yeah. I guess it's just like it's a part of his job just going around these conventions and showing exactly. off awesome indie talent. So it makes sense for him to come, I guess, come here, um, which is which is awesome. And it was only announced today. And my, my first inkling was basically just thinking, oh, it's just going to be over Zoom. It's going to be on a big screen. But yeah, looking into it, he's like, he's, yeah, he's in person. I'm like, wow, that's... That's awesome because you know, you know we're big uh, podcast Beyond fans from way back, and uh, on that show they basically had Shuhei Shooter as as their god, <laughs> Greg Miller, Miller and Colin. <laughs> so, you know that's uh, that that still reigns true today. I don't have um, a picture of him on my desk here, but I know Paul probably does back there all. somewhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have him above your your bed, just above your wife's head. Just so you can look at the two people you love the most <laughs> when you wake up. Wow, good, yeah, excellent. That's, that's all you did with that. Fantastic. <laughs> oh god, you, oh, yeah. Okay, you thought I was going somewhere else. Buddy and I were clearly thinking along the same lines. Like, where is he going with this thing? And then you ended up with wake up. I'm like, oh, thank, 
God. But who cares? The audience has now got that picture in their head. <laughs> well, yeah, it's in my head too, so well done. Are T.H. Nordic <laughs> going to be there, Paul? Um, I don't really know. It sounds like, I mean, I guess play on being the overall party. It sounds like they, and I know this is for you with your AEU, uh, sorry, AEU, AEW. Um, <laughs> so I literally just mixed up the union that represents um, the education system for me with, anyway, um, with it's a wrestling mob. It's the same thing. It's good education. Get a good education. And schooling someone in, in an arena. But anyway. <laughs> Get schooled. Um, I know Play On is going to be there in some capacity, uh, but I believe they're kind of distributing their games kind of around. So I don't, I don't really know what that's going to ultimately look like. You might have like an ASUS booth where they just randomly have this. Like I, I think about 2019 or maybe it was 2018 or something like that, where like Darksiders three was just randomly tucked over on some tech booth, but like that was the only place you could play that game. Like why the hell would you do this? There's like one laptop in the whole joint that you could play it. And like. <laughs> I was climbing over people to go and try out Darksiders 3 um, once I discovered that it was actually there because there was just no fuss made about it. So I'm wondering if maybe, I mean, it sounds like they are kind of approaching things similarly where they don't have their own dedicated booth, but they'll just have games there that you can try it in this section, this section, this section. That might be your way to try out AEW and anything else that they have, but I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because like to me, it seems like they got all, all the... They got all the like the fun things they usually have. Like they got the the handheld lounge. They're doing a like they're doing like things like that where you can just go and relax, try some games. But as far as like the big publishers or whatever, it just seems like they're not ready to come back yet, which is which is fine. But do you think it might be a little bit disappointing in some ways? Pax this year, like the first year post COVID. As far as as far as like the actual event itself goes, because I uh, if if people are going there specifically for the event, um, potentially, uh, but then that all boils down to have you been there before and is this your first packs? Because mm. if this is your first packs and whether you're like your family, an adult, teenager, kid, whatever, if this is your first packs and you've never been to one and there hasn't been a packs in two years, then it doesn't matter what this could be because this is your first experience. You haven't been to any other shows. Packs are still awesome. Um, like you're saying before, mm. the, some of the indie games are a real highlight. Um, there could be games that are there that are out now um that are being showcased that some people just don't get to play because they don't have as much uh, disposable income so they won't be able to buy stuff so uh, if you don't have well they don't consume the content to be aware of some of these games as well yeah correct so you got to like in uh from a you know our potentially our kind of space like we play maybe everything or you know as far as coverage wise you're playing all the latest nintendo stuff you're covering stuff that are reviews so you across the space pool and all the new stuff so you might go there and like well this is disappointing but someone that goes there and go you know has never played some of these games that have, have been out for ages maybe there's first time someone's playing a ps5 that's hooked up and playing a third-party game or something anything so you've got to think about those type of experiences and that type of crowd they may not be disappointed at all mm. might be great but if you've been there in the past and you have a certain expectation then maybe that might not be able to meet that expectation but it all depends what you go there for so for me once again and for a lot of us here it's also always a social thing and then again for me the highlights are always finding those indie games like the first time i got to play tunic was at apex that that re2 remake was at i think and um you know that was one of my favorite things to play and, and it's now one of my favorite games of this year only you know it's only second behind sifu so um i got to play four guys four guys for the first time at one of the packs as well i think that's the one you brought the switch light out yeah potentially i, I remember yeah, playing four guys yeah. i never got any better at it either i sucked at that <laughs> demo and i suck at it now 
So you think about <laughs> all those like, hidden gems that kind of pop up. I think unpacking was one of the things I first played at PAX, and that might have been that 2019 one or that 2018 one, and playing that first level and experience that and speaking to um, both the developers there as well about their game and just like, this is this is so good. I love this thing. And then realizing that the, it's going to take the world by storm, like well, I, I thought I enjoyed it, but I didn't realize that it's going to take it could do what it did yeah and the same thing that happened with um goose game so there's always those little hidden gems and um you know like for us more recently with uh camped out we finally you know played that at two to three packs in a row and then it's one of my favorite games because i love overcooked and i love that style of game and then you know it's finally out in the last you know week or weeks so, so yeah. and finally get to play that and, and see it evolve and, and see it evolve and, and speak to them and then you know a year goes by and you speak to i think it's um Andrew, Ian and Andrew, yeah, Ian and Andrew. And I think it's maybe Andrew. I was spoken to most at the thing, but seeing you know, yeah, Andrew's the uh, one that's typically yeah, yeah. So sort of stuff, yeah, maybe you play it one year and then you come back a year later and it's like, oh, see, we added the bear this year, or that takes away the stuff. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, you've made it hard. You've added, and you can see how the game evolves itself. And then other games that we've seen there many a times that we have no idea when it's going to come out. It's like Dead Static Drive. Like you, you pick up. Come on, Mike, put it out, please. <laughs> for us, it's. <laughs> seeing those type of things so for me i don't think packs will ever really disappoint because of the social aspect and the reason i go i love indie games but i guess maybe if you're into other stuff and you're into more new stuff then you might be let down but it, it all depends why you go if you've been before and your expectation yeah 100 i can echo that pretty much 100 percent because when i go there i obviously go to the nintendo booth they always put on a, a great show and have great games there and whatever and so do playstation and xbox but you know for the most part, I, I, was it 2000 and it was a long time ago, whenever uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out. Anyway, they had it at PAX. I'm, I'm a big Tomb Raider fan and I could not wait for that game. And I'm like, well, I, I, I honestly didn't care about playing it at PAX. So I'll play it when it comes out and I'll buy it and I'll get to play yeah. it at home a lot more comfortably and play as much as I want and I don't have to replay what I played at the at packs it's only like some games like a lot of indie games that are like more party orientated and more mechanics mm. based that's where it feels a lot better because when it came to like super smash brothers ultimate i could not wait to get my hands on it just like the feel the differences just get a real feel for the game but like i remember playing pokemon you know waited in line played that did a gym battle i'm like yeah well <laughs> it's a turn-based game i don't know <laughs> how much feel i actually needed but you know you, you may as well do it just to check it off the list so, yeah, dep- depends on the type of game there. And I'm just keen to see what they have, walk around and uh, take it all in and maybe win a f- free mouse pad if I'm in the right place and there's the uh, the group of screaming people oh, wanting free stuff. Geez. Yeah, because when I um, when is I Is that work, one of those freebies, buddy? No, that's one I got from work recently. It is a steel series mouse pad that is the size of a coaster, but it's made out of mouse pad material. Buddy had to go it's to so to uh, the steel series and just scream his head off, and they just threw it at him, and he had to jump. Just get out of here! <laughs> he had to market like a football, just just do a big specky on someone for it. Yeah, that's right. Because that's that's one of the things too. Like you know when last few years, Audio Technica through Eight Bit have been doing like the. I guess uh, the the podcast yeah. recording booth, and it's amazing how just the background noise is just subdued through the microphones, and even those people just screaming their their throat out, but like it, it doesn't get picked up that much. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoy what they've been doing. I'll be taking advantage of it uh, this year as well. 
the the AT booth. I've got I've got a dev diary lined up. I believe the player two podcast is going to be there as well. So if, if it syncs up for me, I'll just drift in there. And then if anyone else is doing stuff and wants me to drop in, I'll just drop in. Hmm. Very nice. Yeah, because um, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but we we're, we're recording at eleven o'clock Saturday. If anyone, if anyone wants to come, feel free to come. We'll fill up those microphones. Come on in. <laughs> come and have a chat at the house, Murray. Because it's interesting because usually we talk about, I try and book like the last appointment and we mm. talk about our packs, but I'm going to be there for like an hour <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before recording this. So who knows what we're going to talk about. We'll think of something though. So, you know, if you boys are free, more than welcome to join. And um, anyone who's listening, I think we've got a, a couple of spots free, so... If you're at PAX, come on in. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm pretty confident saying that because we're not very popular. But if we were, imagine if we just filled it up with like 20 people. <laughs> just everyone's like, all right, I'll hold join. Well, that's like the player two staff. We try and roll them all through and we just cycle people <laughs> in and out during the, in, during the podcast. Yeah. Now, it's, it's a good idea because you're standing up anyway. So it's easy to put like two people on one microphone, take your turn. Yeah. Don't touch it. I think anything. I really... I think when it came to like AT podcast boothing, I think I really abused how many people you could actually record in one podcast when we did the the, the podcast live that, that year. I think I had like eight people <laughs> or whatever. Like there's like four or five mics set up. I'm like, you, 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 you're jumping in, you're jumping in. Bryce and Drew, yeah, you're sharing a mic, Good you're sharing a mic. I, <laughs> I think it's yeah. like the, 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 the fullest I saw that booth ever. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm just like, Avengers of all, I've collected like an affinity stone of all my friends that do all other podcasts to come record with me and just talk shit. I mean, when else do you get that opportunity though? So yeah, you take don't, it. You don't, take you don't it, get yeah. that up. Yeah. It's like, buddy, I think you organize way too many guests. I'm like, it'll work. Don't worry. I don't care. Yeah, just rotate them in and out. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. Those sure, of us who were out at the time just awkwardly lingered in the background until it was our time to shine again. <laughs> nah, you just jump in. And then I admitted the fact that Pirates of the Caribbean is my goat movie and Oh, bro, you that upset you. Kill oh, me. Bro. Kill me. Come on, mate. What was the other thing? There was there was a one-two punch that I really upset you with there. Yeah, Disney, some uh, pirates. I, I don't know what it was, but it's definitely pirates. Like, what? What's going on, bro? Just something Kill about me. it. Kill Just me. something about it. We played twenty happy, questions. Happy as Gilmore well. at number two. I can do that. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore was a classic. I think we played two rounds of uh, twenty questions that year. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Mm. Can you uh, pop quiz? Can you remember what the first game was? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Gold Knight sixty four. Yeah, Gold Knight sixty four. Of course it uh, was. Sec- second game. We couldn't remember the first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember the first one, but the second one, buddy, in my brain. Celeste, game of the year, baby. There you go. Some things never change, right? Hundred percent. Can you remember the third one? We didn't play third round. Oh yeah, I tried to get you there. Yeah. All right. Well, just to start to wrap things up, I just uh, I got the question for you guys: just how you guys feel about this? This is like my no, first. No, I won't make out with you. Oh wait, what? Actually, yes, I'll make out with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Jeez, just turn me down. Some respect. Yeah. yeah I know. I'll put some lip balm on for you. No need. No, no. Yeah. Just be all COVID safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's yeah. funny because that's that's basically the question I'm going to ask you. This is like my first time going into like a really condensed, packed place and. Um, you know, since COVID started, since last PAX, honestly, like as far as that many people. So how do you guys feel about going into to the convention center like this? Are you guys going to feel a little bit nervous or you've already had it recently and you feel like you're immune or 
what's the what's the go here? Because personally, for me, that was that's why I was hesitant. And then eventually, I'm like, you know what, bugger it, I need to go. I'm gonna feel really upset the weekend off if I'm not there. So I'm gonna probably chuck on a mask, have hand sanitizer in the backpack, do that thing, try my best. Um, I still want to give my friends hugs, but hopefully they haven't been rolling COVID around in hugs. a yeah COVID safe hug. I don't know what that looks like. Just um, no kisses on yeah, the on the neck on when the I go in. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about it? Um, for myself, I still haven't caught it at any point yet. Mm, um, which to me is astounding considering the nature of my work. Uh, working yeah. with twelve hundred gross teenagers on a on a daily basis. Oh, um, yuck. jammed up in classrooms with them. That's bad enough, let alone you add a pandemic on top of the whole thing. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, it's weird to me that I haven't caught it. I've been, I mean, obviously we discussed it at the beginning of the show. I've just been at the grand final. So that was 100,000 people all jammed into an arena. Mm. Still haven't caught it. Um, so clearly COVID's not real and the last two <laughs> years were for nothing. But anyway. <laughs> Save uh, clip. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there was a smirk on my face as I said it. Um, so it kind of... I mean, you, you drop the thing immune, like clearly none of us are immune mm-hmm. as no. far as I know, unless we've got a secret alley. Yeah, us. well, there's just like but, um, that, that grace period, I guess, of a, a couple of weeks. I didn't mean So, yeah. I don't know, with with the having had the vaccinations and I'm up to date there, I am umming and ahhing about do I, do, like I'll, I'll keep a mask with me and I'll like if, if I'm with people who are really particularly anxious about the whole thing, I'll mask up immediately because I don't want to, I don't want to upset anyone or concern anyone or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my default will be like I'll have the hand sanitizer, I'll have the mask handy. But I think I'll just go about things my own way at this point. But as you can probably even tell from the way I'm talking, I'm not even a hundred percent sure how I'll carry myself yet because really my concern isn't about myself. It's more just making sure that anyone around me feels comfortable. So mm-hmm. I'll do whatever makes people happy. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you, buddy? Yeah, I pretty much, I, I pretty much echo that as well. So um, I guess since then I've been to an NRL grand final because Brisbane had one. So once again, that's a packed stadium. Um, but probably the bigger test of capacity or events that I've been to uh, more recently is like F1, uh, which I went to in Melbourne earlier this year. And that was like 440,000 across three days. And I was there for two days of it. And when the race ended, you like get up out of the grandstands and everyone goes on the track and it's literally everyone walking on the track up to the main straight. And it's like chockers, like people, people everywhere. And, um, just the whole, the whole week of guess was a bit, bit weird. I had a mask on me the whole time. And if say, if I was in the city and I was walking and, you know, there were slow walkers in front of me or there was people that were four abreast, or I felt like I was like, there was kind of no like kind of spacing I could give. I would just put on my mask. Right. And yeah. um, like just risk minimization. Okay. And then, you know, when I'd be like off my own or that, then I would kind of take it off. And then at the track, um, I only, did I use the mask at the track? I only used the mask when we got out of our grandstand seats and got into more places where there was like food um, or like people congested up. And even then I was only really doing it once again when I felt like trapped or claustrophobic or stuff like that. So um, I actually went, so my wife and I, Kim, we went and we hung out with a friend there as well and he got COVID. So, and we were hanging in with him for like two days straight 
and then I had breakfast with him the next morning, and then I hung out with people on the Saturday night. One of those got, got COVID, but from we think the night before. So I'm hanging around like people that have it, and I'm like, how do I not have like ha- have this now? So um, maybe that was just luck or case of it, but um, it hasn't made me like more blasé or more comfortable because I haven't had COVID yet. Touch wood. But um, once again, I guess I'll just have that, you know, our mask on me um, in my pocket. And once again, if I feel like I'm in a situation where other people are maybe a little bit more anxious or wanting wanting that, maybe they'll put it on. Or if I myself get into a situation where I'm like, okay, it's sudden congests up and there's nothing I can do. I can't really space myself out here. Um, and then maybe maybe for my own peace of mind. I'll definitely having hand sanitizer. I haven't in the previous years just like toughed it out. But the fact that, you know, um, well, because prior to this, even Pax Pox was the thing. Like people, Pax Pox thing, that's right, yeah. But, uh, but people I guess are like, sadly a bit gross at Pax. So yeah, it's just, that it's is just, the one thing bubbling in the back of my mind is that, like that is like, a thing anyway. It can mm. be that people are gross, but it's just even if people weren't gross and you're not in, like interacting with spaces that have th- those gross people at Pax, there's always going to be just like the amount of people that touch stuff, uh, you know, in general, whatever. Yeah, Everyone can be super clean or whatever, but you're still going to touch the same thing that like you know, a thousand yeah. other people have touched. So um, I'm wondering how the game's going to go and how cleaning control is and stuff and, and what precautions going to be in that place. But I'll probably still have like a sanitizer on me if I feel like I need to have that between touching things and stuff. So I'm hard. Just things, empty but... your sanity all over the control that you're about to pick up. Yeah. But, um, in, but, it, but in general, but, but, it, but in general, I don't really feel, um, an anxiety probably because I've already had that experience of being around big events, um, since COVID and, and kind of experiencing that. And, but, um, yeah. So maybe it's, maybe I'm coming from a different space than where you potentially might be drew. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I feel, I feel okay without being like blase about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I was pretty nervous about it, just with, um, you know, just with a young baby as well. It's not just, mm. it's, it's not just me. What so. can I bring home? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't want to bring it home. That would be the worst just because uh, just because Daddy wants to play Sonic Frontiers. Play some video games. <laughs> and that, that's the other thing. I had tests like when I when I got back home. Um, I had like uh, rats tests or whatever, and I just like took a few of those. I probably, you know, more, and more importantly took those because I'd been hanging around with people that um, got tests. I'm like, oh, well, I better test anyway. But even if that was not the case and no one around me got COVID, I was still going to precautionally do them anyway because I didn't want to go back to work and go, well, I've been interstate and I'm just going to fuck you all now. So um, yeah. I was just taking them out of precaution. Like, all right, I got back on Monday. I'm going to take one Tuesday. I'm at home for the next couple of days. I'll take one on Friday and make sure I'm all good. And um, yeah, There's no yeah. harm in playing it safe, right? Not really, no. It's nothing. Especially, yeah, to Drew's point, when you kind of factor in, you know, there's other people who can pass it on to. Like, mm. that's right which is why yeah i think in my case like i'll have everything ready and similar to what you said kind of pick and choose when it's when it's best but again also when i'm able to support others who maybe a little bit and, and like there's immune immune compromised people that we know and there's all these sorts of things and so why not do our best to pr- protect them yeah and at the end of the day uh this this is might sound but a bit weird but um <laughs> when i when i usually like when i greet someone uh new or even like some of my friends wives or girlfriends like i don't uh even even i meet someone i don't really initiate contact with people that i'm not really familiar with because i don't know what contact they want i don't know if they want a shake of the hand i don't know what if they're a hugger i don't know if it's anything like that so i usually just kind of do nothing and i wait for someone to initiate what contact they want so i meet someone new i'm like oh hi how you going 
well, more recently I've had new Christmas casuals start work, right? I'm like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. And then like, oh, hi, oh, I'm Buddy. And then I kind of just wait and they <laughs> put their hand out. I'm like, okay, they want to shake hands. Like, okay, I'll, I will shake your hand. I'm comfortable with that. But I didn't like initiate and go, hey, how you going? Because I don't, I don't know what that is, right? I don't want to initiate. So I don't so know. So let's what... hope that you're not talking to someone who's exactly the same as you because then you can both just stand there. And <laughs> yeah, I was imagining that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, but, that's, but, that, but that's fine. Then we both do nothing, right? Because yeah. we both like, you know. I guess I just love the awkward pregnant pause that can come. Yeah, yeah. I want to be there for that. There will be that. So uh, even outside of like COVID stuff and all that, that's generally just how I am in person because I don't want to like initiate contact if people don't want to. I don't, you know, I don't want to shake your hand. I want to hug. Like I'm I'm okay, or I don't know if you're hugger. Respect everyone's space. Yeah. So I just do nothing. I generally like if it's my friends or people I know. I'm like, hey, go on, fist bump, high five, fucking shake hand, all that stuff, hug. But um, if it's someone I don't know, I'm not familiar with, I'll generally just wait and, and see what they want to do. Yeah, because it's so awkward. Like during COVID, you don't want to touch anyone's hands. Someone goes for a handshake, you're like, like your hands just going out like, no, you know, grab the handshake. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> this bump, well, this I had, tra- I had trainees coming over to build this shed and they, like, I, you could tell it was the sort that really didn't care at all about the pandemic and the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And you'd stick the hand out for a shake. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to do this. So I shake his hand, close the door grab the setting on the thing, just dump it all over my head. And, just- <laughs> and, th- and this is this is where my mind is strategical. Like I've had interactions where I'm, I might be like, okay, I'm going on holiday. I don't want any human contact in the next week or so. So I don't want customers shaking my hand. I don't want yeah. uh, any of that kind of stuff, right? So um, sometimes I know that people want to do that. Sometimes I just tell them straight out, oh, no contact at the moment. I can't have contact going away precautions yeah, I'm playing it safe. with yeah. co-workers. Other times I just know that people there and, I, and then I initiate contact, but I throw out like a fist bump. Because until mm. avoid a handshake, so yep. So That's I reckon, enough. I reckon what I need to do is just like lift up the t-shirt, expose my belly, and get a belly mm. bump from everyone. Yeah, there you, go. Just, <laughs> you just like lift up your shirt, and I'll just like rub my or face. Or everyone in just your comes chest. to it, just slaps the shit out of it. Yeah, well, that's 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 pretty fitting. <laughs> Got a bit of a belly, getting a bit of a dad bod actually. Yeah, that's sexy. Yeah, hot. Yeah, hot. <laughs> Not as hot, man. Man belly. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Well, guys, I think that um, brings us brings us to the end. I really appreciate uh, you guys coming on, but Paul actually did get me the video, so I'm actually nervous. So it took a million different. I could see you. How trying long to is it? Have you vetted it? Like a minute and a half. Yeah. Did you say something here that's going to get you cancelled? I don't know. <laughs> no, there was nothing. Nothing cancelled. It was just like drunk and ranting. All right. So should, I'll, I'll play it so you guys can listen to it. Um, and we'll... sign off the show, then play it because that worst case, you could just edit the shit. out. You can edit it out afterwards. No, nah, man. The I'm... GameCube controller sucks and is the worst. Oh, no, Drew. You need to cut that stuff oh, out. Oh, no. GameCube's going to accept that. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to I'm gonna, sub- I'm gonna commit to it and I'm going to play it now. So it's hard to take it out. I honestly cannot remember. Like, I just remember drunken stuff. I believe there was, like, Pokemon references along the way. All right. Beyond that. Let's try it. Wish us luck. This is, yeah, this is Paul James and his detective work. Capturing you and Bryce at your very best. Yeah, at our best, yeah. All right, let's go. Does it have to work for you? That's worked for me. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to see my head here. Well, don't stop now. I just started recording. <laughs> cut, out, cut out that pause there. Sounds like a sex tape, Paul. <laughs> I sent the wrong no, clip. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good start, just cutting out pauses. Um, that's, that's a great start, Bryce. You know, why do they call ground on ground on Drew? That's a ground type, and it's a. I think it's supposed to be pronounced Grudon. You reckon? 
Um, the Americans are like that. I think we're The Americans aren't Japanese, so you know, I don't really know so, what the real pronunciation is meant to be. They are Japanese, so I don't know how to pronounce Grudon. Yeah. No, that just sounds the, like the, the, that just sounds like crouton to me. Crouton. <laughs> crouton. Nailed it. Going crouton. It's, it's very dry. It's like a ground top. Yeah. Nah. Nah, I see your point there. Go crouton. Fuck. Mm. Put it in my soup. Water is super effective against the crouton. Fucking <laughs> 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 When the, when the laugh comes from you two at the back, I feel the car shudder. <laughs> That's what's worth it. Just these big bellies shaking. <laughs> this is why you have to have some Mario in the back seat. <laughs> Free, uh, what do they call Clip it? Clip that. Hydraulics. There you go. There we go. <laughs> That's why you have the house of Mario in the back seat. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I remember, but still. No. You guys no. were in a bit of a state that night. No, calm down. We're pretty tame there, Paul. You're trying to slander our name. Oh, we're I just talking about croutons. <laughs> I might have been slow to get to the recording because I definitely remember I had player two editor, fellow editor, uh, Stephen Del Prado sitting in the driver's side, like passenger seat, and we both kind of cast eyes from time to time. Like, I think we need to do something about this. Yeah, and so there's something was naturally to try and record stuff, but I kind of missed the best of it clearly. It's funny because he doesn't really know us either. Like you know us better than he would. And he's like, well, who the yeah, fuck are these yeah. guys? <laughs> these these morons. <laughs> I was entertained. Uh, I'm sure the listeners and viewers were just then too. I'm sure they were. So yeah, boys, thank you very much for joining me on the show. Really appreciate it. Last minute, it was really nice to be able to chat with you before we, you know, celebrate the PAX weekend and indulge in some video games and some social gatherings and. Maybe a little bit of beer as well. So really appreciate it. Um, keep you, your croutons dry, everyone. Yeah, keep your croutons dry. Uh, water's super effective against it, just like Groudon. <laughs> just like Groudon. The poor boy, he does not like Kyogre. It's really an unfortunate matchup for for Groudon and Kyogre, really. Do just from the start. Yeah, like, you know, you, you've got the argument. You know, Groudon's got the drought ability, solar beam, you know, 120 power straight into Kyogre. But you've got to have the right scenario. You've got to make sure Groudon's got the, the speed on its side. And also, solar beam's a special attack and Groudon's a physical attacker. And, you know, it's still, it's a mess. But the show's ending. So, um, <laughs> Buddy Watson, where can people find your work, my friend? I know you're on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but it won't yeah, be forever. No, I can just, I just record whenever I want to and just hasn't yeah. been for a while because I've been doing other projects, uh, you know, YouTube very videos cool and um, streaming. So I'm streaming over at, on Twitch at Buddy Watson, um, over on Twitter at Buddy Watson 12. I do a podcast every now and then. It's called Radio Watson. If you're listening to this now, uh, we'll have two episodes going up before PAX. Oh, my Ooh. God. It's almost like I strategically put those up so that you can listen all the people that are going to go on a plane and need to listen to podcasts, uh, maybe get more downloads. So um, for the people that like movies, <laughs> we'll have it. Don't worry, uh, darling, spoiler cast from the Harry Styles and Florence Pugh and Chris Pine movie, which is getting a lot of attention at the moment. And then uh, if you like the video game stuff, it's uh, Buddy Watson's top 10 video games of all time. Uh, oh, cool. So yeah, Radio Watson on all good podcast services, even the bad ones as well. Yep, even the bad ones. Um, what's a bad one? Like, I don't use uh, Radio, but I, I think know, it's a good like, uh, soundcloud i guess soundcloud so sucks no. sound like when i first did review culture soundcloud like 2016 halfway through it's like soundcloud's failing it's going to be sold it's going to go down and that's where i hosted everything so we used to make funds at soundcloud's uh, expense but 
now they're they're still around. Yeah. They're still going. Good on them. Still kicking. Strong, I guess. Mm. So good on SoundCloud. Yeah, we started the podcast on SoundCloud. I hated how you couldn't tag like the episode numbers and bonus episodes and all that in SoundCloud. Mm. Drove me nuts. That's why I moved off of it. But nevertheless, no one cares about that. Paul James, where can people find your work? <laughs> Uh, player2.net.au or player2.au as we've recently kind of stolen that that domain as well. So take your pick. They both link you to the same place. Uh, on the podcast side, just like Buddy was saying, uh, Dev Dory, it's on all the good and the bad podcast feeds. I've got the AT booth booked for one really awesome guest who's, I guess, one of the two internationals that I'm aware of that are in town. It's not Shuhei, unfortunately, but we'll see how we go. Um to, to have a bit of a chat so that's that's going to be really really cool and make sure to tune into that one in the period after packs i don't know i haven't looked at my calendar to work out when that would actually drop but sometime afterwards dev diary podcast feeds that's the great pitch go get it um and yeah obviously as, as i mentioned yeah play2.net.au for all the the written stuff reviews it links us to the youtube channel where there's player two plays and patched and all those sorts of things there so make sure to check it all out Absolutely, yeah. Go and check out these boys. I really love these people. I love their content. I love everything about them. I cannot wait to see them, and it's going to be so much fun. Going to have a good time. Buddy's showing me a love heart. Oh, he said he loves me. Oh, that's nice. I said I love you too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you point, and you're pointing at both. Yeah, cool. Anyway. And just to be clear, like <laughs> the, the social norms when it comes to like hugs are on straight away. Buddy doesn't – like you don't need to have an awkward – What's he looking for? A hug or a high five or a handshake? I'll walk in, then I'll be asking belly bump. you go for it's... a hug and I'm like, all right, cool, we're in. Mm. Well, as you walk close, buddy will start taking your shirt off, so you know exactly what's going on then. Mm. 100%. Yeah, I'm a belly bump. Yep. I'm not going to lift up my shirt, though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. But uh, the doors to the house of Mario, they're closed. I'll catch you later. Encore at the House of Mario, the after-party Nintendo podcast is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew. If you enjoy my work here and on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, A Drew Story and Crackin' Furfies, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to help spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.